You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Have you ever wondered about God? and how you can worship him better with your mind. Well, if you're looking for a podcast with all the answers about God and faith, that's going to help you better understand your own spirituality, then man, you've come to the wrong place. But if you're looking for a show that will ask you questions, help you struggle with differing opinions of smart theologians, and leave you completely clueless, feeling like a dummy, then this is the perfect show for you. We're going to struggle with ideas that are beyond me, from people who are smarter than me, who are discussing the things of God. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get wild. It's going to get weird. I am Joshua Knoll, and I am just one dummy who loves God and theology and hopes to show my love for God by studying and thinking deeply about topics that people smarter than me have been thinking about for thousands of years. Before we start talking about the different ideas or doctrines that the church has discussed, though, over the last like 2000 years, I think we should probably start with uh, what's theology? That's uh, it's, it sounds cool. It's a big word. Um, a lot of Christians just kind of use it to mean, you know, uh, you know, when I'm thinking about anything that's remotely spiritual, that's theology, right? Not quite. Not quite. Um, what theology is other than just a big word for Christian ideas, it, it, it's kind of, um, it breaks down pretty easily. The study of ology, theo, God, the study of God. So we're studying God. Who is God? What is God? What can we know or not know about God? All of these things fall into theology. Um, you get into some problems because some people consider things theology. We're talking about the studying angel or when we're talking about studying, you know, um, spirituality in general. And I was like, no, 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 no. Theology is specifically the study of God. So it's the things that have to do with God. Before we do that, then we have to ask, what is religion? Because, you know, that's a, <laughs> a lot of people think theology is just a similar thing for religion, just something that people who are in the religion use, like a Christian version of the word religion. It's not. Um, religion is actually really hard to define. If you look up some of the different definitions and stuff that people use, like it's it's weird. It's very weird because um, some people are like, OK, so anything that has to do with God, that's religion. OK, but the problem there is uh, Buddhists don't really have a God. Taoists don't have a God. Confucianists don't have a God. There's kind of a ton of religions that don't really have a God. So that's that that doesn't work. Um, OK, anything that has to do with uh, the, the afterlife of belief systems about what happens after death. Some Buddhists have beliefs of what happened after death. Taoists and Confucianists still don't. I still consider those religions, so that doesn't really work. Okay, so anything that has to do with the spiritual and things beyond spirituality. Well, a lot of people who believe in Confucianism believe it because of the structure and not necessarily because of spiritual. And what do we even mean by the word spiritual? So so that definition doesn't quite work. Also, there's some things that are bigger than that. Like, it seems like religion should be more than just spiritual ideas because then there's a billion religions just down my street, right? Um, Christianity seems like it's a single religion. You know, it seems like that's a good way of defining it, but what, what do we mean by religion? And, and hey, maybe I'm just some dummy that doesn't understand religion, the word, but uh, <laughs> the more you see the definitions, I'm like, man, some smart people have some really good arguments for this word, and um, I'm not one of them. I'm just not one of them. Um, for the most part, I kind of am just like, I know what I consider religion. I, I couldn't really verbalize or tell you why I consider those things religion, but I don't think you need a belief in God to be a religion. So I, I think theology is specific to the religions that do believe something about God. And when we're talking about theology, we're specifically going to be talking about Christian theology. So who or what is the Christian God? Studies about the Christian God and what we can or cannot know about him. 
So, uh, yeah, religion can exist without God, but theology cannot. So can people exist without religion? Can people exist without God? Um, religion, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no to both of those, actually. I, again, I'm just some dummy. What do I know? But <laughs> humans always seem to have some kind of belief system that involves something like spirituality, something about the sacred, something that is bigger than just this life. I don't think there's such thing as a human who's not religious. You know, when people think, okay, I'm not religious. Oh, okay. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, I don't really know if there's a God or not. Here's some things I think that kind of make me think maybe there's God. Here's some things that maybe there's not a God. And I'm like, okay, well, um, sounds like you thought a lot about this God thing and you have some beliefs. Kind of seems that's like that's religious. You know, a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't really believe in God or anything like that. Well, believing there's not a God, you know, that that's could be religious. But I mean, even if you look at like the secular world, they have these like creeds, love is love, you know, everybody should be able to, uh, you know, the basics, human rights, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, uh, those are religious ideas. I, I don't think humans can exist without religion. I think every human has some belief about either the afterlife, God, spirituality, what is sacred, you know, a lot of people who don't believe in God and stuff, they still have this idea that there's some sacredy to treating other humans with love, with care. There's some sacredy to logic, a lot of them will say, or reasoning. That's the standard that they live by, or the greater good. But all of those ideas are religious ideas. They're not something that's just inerrant biological standard of humanity. There's not an absence of ideas. Those things are about what's sacred to you. So to me, those are religious ideas. I, I don't think humans cannot be religious. I think all humans are in some way religious. But when we're talking about specifically theology, there's a lot of people who don't believe in God. There's definitely a lot of people who don't know what to think of God. I think you can exist without theology, but not religion. Today, we're going to talk about theology. So we said it's the study of God. What about God, though? Is it just the, those two questions, who is God or what is God? And then what can we know about them? No, actually, it's a lot more than that. There's a lot of different types of theology. Usually, You'll hear that there's four types. Uh, I'm going to give you a few more than that, actually, that I, that I think should count. I think it's interesting. Um, so you have biblical or exegetical theology, and that's just the theology that we take the Bible and whatever we can come discover from God from that. So we take different things that the Bible says about God, and we use logic, we use inference, and we put stuff together to say, this is what we know about God, and we just build a character from the book. We figure it out. Um, you know, it, if you believe in the authority, the inerrancy of scripture, this is a great way to go about it. It's a great way to find stuff out, right? Um, there's also historical theology. Um, and that's just, you know, we take the tradition of the church. We take um, some of the, the past things that other people have said and what they've discovered, what their experiences were. And we put together from other doctrines that people have built on throughout the years. And we use those to figure out who is God? What is God based on these other smarter people from years before? I'm a big fan. I like learning from smarter people than myself. Um, there's also systematic theology. You know, it's a lot of textbooks. So, you know, a lot of stuff, systematic theology. That's the one we mostly hear about. Um, it's constructive theology. You know, that's kind of the authority of reasoning. We're going to take our own logics. We're going to look at the world around us. We're going to use some of the biblical theology and other stuff to work with it. But we're going to logically deduce what we can about who or what is God, what's his relationship to us, and what we can know about him. So that's systematic theology. Um, the other fourth one that most people hear about is practical theology. We're going to do away with all of this, you know, what can we not know, what can we not know and all this. And let's just look at like practically, what have we experienced? What can we look at around us that tells us something about God? What can 
the things that we know from these other theologies, systematic theology, biblical theology, what, what can the things we learn from them tell us about who God wants me to be? What's the practical part of what I can do? Ironically, these four match really well with what's called the Wesleyan quadrilateral. So, um, <laughs> quadrilateral. Um, the, the Wesleyans had this belief that there's the four authorities. It's a four-part authority, right? You know, a lot of your evangelical churches will say sola scriptura, scripture alone is authority. Um, you know, the Catholic church has, you know, scripture and tradition are kind of equal and scripture is kind of an extension of tradition. Um, but the Wesleyans, they believed that there's four authorities. You have the authority of scripture, you have the authority of tradition, you have the authority of reasoning, and then you have the authority of experience. So basically, there's authority in what the Bible says. The Bible is completely true and all of that. Beyond that, if we need something more, uh, tradition also has authority. What has people throughout, how have they interpreted the Bible? There is authority in that. Beyond that, there is reasoning. You know, reasoning actually is something important that God's given us to help us learn more about him. And then there's our experience. You experience God yourself, and those experiences do have authority and do mean something, according to the Wesleyans. So that's why those four theologies kind of stick out and match really well with uh, a lot of the Methodist beliefs that come from the Wesleyans. Um, I think there's three others that I would include if we're talking about main theologies. One would be moral theology. What can ethics, what can human morality, what we innately decide is or is not good, what is or is not ethical. You know, there's a lot of things that humans just believe about morality. And what do those things teach us about who God is? Because there is a God who must have placed this morality, this ethics in us, so we can kind of deconstruct and see what the why do we believe these things must say something about who God is. Um, then there's natural theology. There is uh, what can creation tell us about our creator? You know, what can I go out in nature and see the different things of how things work, study biology, study chemistry and all these things. And when I see the things and how everything's put together, that should tell me something about God. So that's a theology too. And, and remember, these things aren't competing with one another, but rather all of these theologies work together to help us form what we can know and not know about God, how we study God. Um, Lastly, I would talk about spiritual theology. What can we learn God about God through prayer, through meditation, and other spiritual practices? This one gets uh, overlooked, especially in Western worlds, because, you know, we think things that are tangible are the only things that exist. Things that I can logically deduce are the only things that matter. Spiritual theology instead says I can pray and I can talk to God and learn about him that way. I can meditate. I can do these spiritual practices that are talked about in the Bible, and I can learn about God through them. So that's spiritual theology. So those are, are what I would consider the main six types of theology, uh, main seven types of theology. There's biblical theology, historical theology, systematic theology, practical theology, moral theology, natural theology, and spiritual theology. Is theology though, is that the, is it, is it only directly about God? You know, I mentioned earlier, you have some people in time, study of angels, different things that they also will include under the umbrella of theology. So what really should count or not count? Does it only count if it's directly about God or does it count if it's something that kind of implies God's existence or, or, or does, you know, since the doctrine of angels, that has to do with how God made the angels, is that still the study about God? Should that still be considered theology? So the short answer is basically just that um, theology is a lot like math. Everything kind of builds on itself, right? So even though 
not everything we consider theology actually is directly about God. Everything kind of builds off itself because we know God is loving. We know this thing about humans because humans were made in God's image. So it kind of builds on itself, just like, you know, or one plus one equals two and one plus one plus one equals three. That's how we know one times three, which means three ones is three. You know, that same, same kind of thing. Eventually, you know, math builds up to like all kinds of crazy stuff. I don't know anything about. I actually do. I. I am. I might be a dummy about theology, but I'm actually weirdly smart about math for some reason. That's not really relevant for here. But yeah, so theology doctrine works a lot the same way. It kind of builds off of itself. So a lot of things aren't directly about God, but it comes out of our understanding of God based on what theo theological concepts and stuff that we have agreed upon and that we subscribe to. And that's how we understand, you know, Doctrines of man, doctrines of angels, doctrines of whatever. So I, I did want to go over, since we're doing kind of like the intro, what is theology, going over some of the sub-disciplines. So these are some things that fall into one or multiple of the theologies we talked about above. So the like systematic theology, practical theology, all that stuff. So some of the sub-disciplines. So we have apologetic. So that's kind of providing an answer for the faith. Kind of what is faith? What is theology? How do we know these things are real or true? All that kind of stuff. If you want to learn more... Currently, uh, one of the other shows in the Anazal Ministries podcast channel, My Seminary Life, is doing a whole series on apologetics. Apologetics 101 with Brandon Knight. Go check that out. You can find out a lot more than I am able to tell you. Um, hermeneutics. Hermeneutics is another, you know, thing uh, that mostly comes under to the biblical theology, and that is understanding the Bible and how we are supposed to read the Bible and what does the Bible mean, that kind of stuff. Um, another subdiscipline, we got dogmatic theologies. So that's just the study of theology that are specific to, to certain denominations. So, you know, one denomination believes this theology, another one believes this, and it's based off of how they understand what is authoritative and what is not. So that kind of impacts their theology. Um, then you have ecumenical theology. So these are just the study of the Theologies that are shared, the different doctrines that are shared by different churches, you know, the um, Nicene Creed, the Apostles Creed, things that a lot of churches agree upon, um, the Trinity, a lot of churches, you know, we can agree on that. And it's, it's just the study of things that are agreed upon. Um, you have patrology. So that is the study of the church fathers and mothers, perhaps, you know, those who are the kind of the beginning of the church, studying them, what they believed, why they believed it, and what can these smarter people who've come before us tell us about the faith which is a lot of what I do here is really just going to be patrology where I'm depending on people who came before me who are smarter than me. Um, you have theological aesthetics. So that's just the study of theology in the arts. How do we, how has throughout the last thousand years, how have the arts depicted our theology and depicted beliefs about God, that kind of stuff. Christology, that is the study of Jesus. So, you know, if we believe that Jesus is God, then Christology is naturally going to flow from theology, all the different types of theology we discussed. Um, the study of providence, that is the study of how much control does God have or not have and, you know, how things unfold. Does God plan everything? Does he know the future? Does God create the future? Does God make things have to happen a certain way? Does he make people sinners? Does he make people, you know, whatever? All that falls into the study of providence. Then we have ecclesiology, one of my favorites. If you listen to my other podcast, the whole church podcast, it's all about church unity. So ecclesiology is just the study of the church. You know, how, what should a church be? How should the church act? How should the church be? What does God expect of the church? That falls out of how we understand God. So that falls out of theology as well. A missiology. Uh, it's the study of what God would have his followers do. What should we be doing? What is our mission? Missiology is missionology, basically. Study of mission. 
Um, so that also comes of our understanding of God to understand what he wants us to do. Um, pneumatology is the study of the Holy Spirit, which is another aspect of God. So, you know, obviously that's theology. Um, protology, it's the study of origins or the first things. When you're talking about uh, what's the first things God created, was God the first thing? Was God one of the first things? You know, how, how did time come to being? We're going to talk about that soon, actually. Um, then you have uh, soteriology. It's the study of salvation. Um, you know, what does it mean to be saved? What are we saved from? Um, how do I live in salvation? Is it a one-time thing? Is it a continual thing? All of those things. Um, so, you know, if we're believing in God, then we're believing that, he, you know, he came as his son. He died for all of us. And we can be saved through God. So, you know, that's a direct implication of what we believe about God. Um, eschatology is the study of the end times. You know, that's how is God going to end the earth? Because God play a part in ending of the earth. So all that the theology, again, you know, it's the study of God. It's the study of the end times is eschatology. Angelology is the study of angels. And why did God create them? What's the divine counsel about? Um, is the angel of the Lord actually just another part of God? Is that Jesus? You know, that all of that falls into this angelology which we also would consider theology or at least an implication of theology. And there's literally like thousands more. So there's a ton of subdisciplines. All of these things are implications based on our theology about God, about the Bible, about tradition and about reasoning. So all of those things and more come from what we understand originally about God and what he has given us as authority. So that leaves us, what is knowable about God? Can we know all these things at all? Are these just things that we're guessing and that we're arguing about? You know, that's, that's why I'm here. I don't know the answer to pretty much anything, but I believe by asking the questions and thinking deeper that I'm worshiping God with my mind by thinking of the things of God. I think that's something the Bible tells us to do. Um, most people would agree that God cannot be fully known. Not all, but most theologians, most people who think about these things just kind of agree we can't fully know God, but we're going to do our best to know as much as we can about him and trying to learn more is one way that we can worship. And it's the point of the show, really. Um, most people also can't be fully known. You know, um, as much as I love my best friend, I love my brother, I love my mom, I probably don't know everything about them. I don't fully understand how they feel, how they think, how things affect them. Same thing's true about God to an even more extreme degree, right? So what can we know? How do we know? You know, so how does God reveal himself or herself or itself or themselves? You know, he's a trinity. He refers to himself as they in the beginning. So maybe themselves is appropriate. Who knows? Um, a few different things, a few different beliefs about this. So first we have uh, what's called general revelation. That is, how does God make himself known to everyone? So you can see him, you see the heavens, you know, all of the things around us. Creation itself is witness to God, according to Paul. If you read Romans, all that stuff, you have a Mago Dei. You know that is um, this doctrine that is that humans were made in the image of God. That comes straight from the Book of Genesis. And what does it mean to be made in the image of God? And can that tell us anything about God that I was made in His image? You know, can I deconstruct who I am and the parts that make me to learn something else about God? Possibly, yeah. So, yeah, general revelation, just the things that we all see and experience and do, the, the place that we live that's called Earth, all of that tells us something about God. That's something that everybody can just see for themselves and know, and that's called general revelation. Another way that God lets himself be known, or herself, whatever, another way that God lets themselves be known is through historical revelation, you know, that's the miracles that we see in the Bible, miracles that we've seen throughout time. It's the story of Jesus, the history behind him and 
you know, why, why did the Romans just let people declare that he raised if he didn't actually raise? You know, why didn't they produce the body? There's all kinds of things that really point historically that there must have been a, this guy named Jesus and something special is true about him. You know, there's testimonies throughout time of God interviewing for people, of people feeling the touch of God, being healed by the Spirit. Um, you know, e even from your own family, you know, a lot of this falls into what's called a historical revelation. Uh, then there's special revelation. I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones too. These are just the three that I was able to think of. Um, special revelation is like the Bible itself. That is something that God gave us that we can use to learn more about him just by studying, by reading, by looking up the language, the context, everything was written in, truly dedicating yourself to the word of God. Study to show yourself approved is what the Bible says. That is one way that we can know God by something that he has directly provided us. So that's special revelation. Um, personal stuff also can be special revelation. Maybe God has spoken to you in a dream or you felt his spirit tug you or draw you to a certain church or something. You know, there's a lot of stories in some Middle Eastern countries where missionaries and people aren't allowed that they've seen Jesus in a dream or something. And they went and found who this Jesus guy is and did the research to that. And that's how they were able to find God. Um, prophetically, you know, people speak words of the future and are able to speak, hey, you're going to see this in your life. And when that happens, that was a special revelation. They go, oh my God, that guy's legit. That must mean that God is legit. So that's another way that God has often revealed himself to people is through words, uh, prophetic words given by people. Um, yes, I'm Pentecostal. Clearly it shows sometimes. Um, you know, I think that sometimes someone, um, we're talking about prophetic revelation. I think sometimes I've seen where people have heard from God, spoken to someone and said, hey, it's been revealed to me that this is going on in your life and God wants you to know X, Y, or Z. And them hearing that and realizing there was no way that that guy could have known about it was to them how God has been revealed. Um, yeah. So there, there's a lot of different ways that God reveals himself, special revelation, historical revelation, general revelation. And there's a lot of like sub things in that. Um, but that's what we really got to think of. That's Those are the things that we're using to understand all of those sub-doctrines we talked about earlier, um, the six different types of theology, biblical theology, historical theology, systematic theology, practical theology, moral theology, natural theology, and spiritual theology. Yes, I know it's seven and I keep saying six, but that's another way that God reveals himself. It's just in my own limited capability and just how dumb that I occasionally am. Guys, uh, I hope this was helpful. I hope you're all just as confused as I am. I have no idea. Like this is, this is a lot. There's a lot to know and not know about God. There's a lot that we can't understand. We can't understand. There's a reason God reveals himself that doesn't make any sense to me at all. So yeah, I hope you're just as confused as I am, that you're inspired to study these great theologians and thinkers more deeply on this topic. Study your Bibles more deeply going forward in your own faith journeys. Um, and thank you all for joining me on this journey to learn more about God and to love him better. Remember, I am just one dummy who loves theology. Um, and I hope this has encouraged you to worship God in your own thinking and to keep digging deeper. This was an Anazao Ministries podcast. If you'd like to check out other shows like this, be sure to subscribe to the network.